This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm Executive Platform's Head of Content and Research. My guest today is Natalie Wilkinson. She is Toyota North America's Vice President Manufacturing Production Innovation Center, as well as the General Manager of Strategic Business Management and Production Support Center. Natalie joined Toyota Motor Manufacturing of Indiana in 2001. She worked through different aspects of production control, including parts ordering, logistics, packaging, supplier development, and new model management before she moved to the manufacturing floor as the Senior Manager of Body Weld Conveyance, before becoming Senior Manager of the East Body Weld Production Shop. She started two main business partnering groups at TMMI, uh, the Women's Leadership Forum and the African American Collaborative. She has also led the development of department diversity committees while being a member of the Diversity Advisory Council. In 2017, she transferred from TMMI to Toyota Motor North America to take on a newly developed position supporting the executive office in Plano. She will be doing a fireside chat at the North American Manufacturing Excellence Summit next month in Fort Worth, but first, I get the pleasure of speaking with her a little today. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so very excited to be here and to be participating in this conference, so appreciate the opportunity to have this forum and to be able to chat with you a little bit. Fantastic. Uh, well, let's get right into it. Um, auto manufacturing is undergoing a once-in-a-century transformation, uh, which presents a prime opportunity for businesses to rethink their operations uh, and transform with the changing market. How is Toyota transforming, and what makes this an exciting time? Well, yes, it certainly is a, a very exciting time. And, and I'll get to the details of your question for sure about how we're transforming and rethinking operations. Uh, but first, let me tell you that our first step at Toyota is to really transform the mindset. And I think back in, in 2001, Jim Collins came out with kind of one of the most dramatic and transformational books of a, a good decade. And most businesses looked at that as almost like the Bible of how to continue to pursue excellence in a business. And I think the challenge right now is to no longer uh, good enough, good to great, but we really have to become extraordinary. And that's really the mindset that, that Toyota is adopting. You know, in 2023, we, we're going to have 23 new refreshed or special edition vehicles that are going to be introduced. Many will be electrified as part of our commitment and leadership in driving electrified future. Um, you know, fortunately, the Toyota way is built on the two pillars of respect for people and continuous improvement. And that doesn't change through this transformation. You know, we're built around the idea of Kaizen, which means a quest for continuous improvement. And it's a mindset that really permeates every aspect of our company around the globe and drives us forward, especially in, in times of change. Also, you know, our, our Kaizen culture creates a really unique environment where team members are encouraged to uh, question everything, think differently about problem solving, and, and come up with new ideas to try. And we really believe that this approach is critical uh, to successfully delivering the products our customer want in this rapidly changing industry. Another uh, thing that we have is Yokoten. Um, it's another approach that Toyota embraces every day. Um, this is the process for really sharing new learnings and best practices laterally across the organization. You know, for example, a Kaizen that's implemented at a plant in North America might be shared to other regions worldwide uh, to correct or issue or improve a process. And we really, you know, believe that this practice is key for keeping pace in, in you know, today's rapidly changing industry and environment. And I think it's really helping Toyota transform how we deliver our products. 
Um, you mentioned electrified vehicles. Um, Executive Platforms actually just ran a, a sustainability event in uh, Austin, Texas. I know Toyota has long been a leader in environmental sustainability and electrified vehicles. Can you talk about that and uh, also share how the company plans to reach carbon neutrality? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, you know, globally, Toyota has been the number one seller of electrified vehicles for almost 25 years. I think that's not not commonly known, but you know. At Toyota, we're committed to aggressively reducing carbon emissions. Uh, it's driven by our core value, uh, as I stated earlier, respect for people and the planet. And, you know, we've publicly stated that we're committed to achieve carbon neutrality by uh, 2050. Um, we're taking a multi-pronged approach uh, to achieve this. It's an aggressive goal, obviously. So, you know, you know first... We're making incremental efficiency improvement. So how are we harvesting rainwater, reusing water for operations and some of the basic operational improvements? You know, second breakthrough innovation, you know, we're going to have to have that to achieve it at our factories. And then also, you know, with our products. And, you know, as an example of that, starting in 2023, uh, we have a dedicated line at our Kentucky plant, uh, TMMK in Georgetown, Kentucky, that will begin to assemble fuel cell modules for use in hydrogen-powered uh, heavy-duty commercial trucks, which is pretty exciting. And, you know, really third, how do we increase implementation of renewable uh, clean energy sources? And then uh, recycling hybrid and EV batteries for renewable energy is something that we're continuing to pursue. Where do you see the market for electric vehicles going over the next decade or so? According to a consulting group that we work with, McKinsey and Company, the largest automotive markets will grow from less than 10% electrified to a fully electric by 2035. So, you know, we're pursuing clean vehicle technologies in parallel because we believe that we're going to have to offer a diverse array of carbon reducing in the short term and carbon neutral options over the medium to long term. And it's our fastest way to achieve the ultimate goal of carbon neutrality. Um, we can build great, reliable electric cars, but we really need to help customers understand, afford, and, you know, be willing to adopt this technology to have a real impact. So, you know, the last uh, two years alone, we've announced over 8 billion in investment in electrified efforts in the United States alone. Wow. Um, so beyond carbon neutrality, I'm sure advanced technology is going to be a, a key focus of Toyota during this transformation. And I know this is an area you specifically work in. Uh, can you share a little more about how advanced technology is helping Toyota improve its manufacturing processes? You know, Toyota has been part of the cultural fabric of the U.S. Uh, for almost 65 years, and we've created a tremendous value chain here. But as we look to the future, we're really focused on improving operations and our systems to compete in this new environment. Um, you know, in the mind, the real key here is increasing efficiency through technology breakthroughs. Industry 4.0 uh, is a, a new word, and, and we're all uh, working and striving to get there. So we're developing smart factories, and this provides incredible opportunity for the manufacturing industry you know, as we find ways to adapt to change and grow as new technologies come into existence. You know, I think the Toyota, we see our three biggest areas of gains are in Digitalization, you know, how do we use data and technology for quicker decision making and problem solving? 
Um, our logistics for material handling, you'll see at a lot of our factories, we've gone into automation and we're uh, doing VGB and AGB transport. And then also inspection processes. How are we confirming quality at the point of clearance and you know, making sure that our inspection processes are as automated and advanced as they possibly can be so we can deliver you know, top quality product to our customers? I'd love to expand on um, smart factories. Artificial yeah. intelligence has been in the news a lot lately, and uh, certainly it's something we talk a lot about on this podcast and at Executive Platforms events. Uh, are there examples you can share with us of how Toyota is utilizing AI in its manufacturing plants? Absolutely. This is one, you know, my team has spent a lot of effort and, and hard work to accomplish. And we we all know that manufacturing has changed dramatically over the past few years. And we're always increasingly looking to technology to help us, you know, be more efficient and provide a better experience for our team members. And artificial intelligence is a vastly changing the way we do business. Um, you know, not only from how we design our vehicles but how we train our team members and process for new jobs. And, you know, we most recently collaborated with Microsoft uh, using their HoloLens, and it's a, it's a mixed reality technology. And we're using this today on the production floor to train our team members. Um, it's really helped us to shorten the time frame that it takes for a team member to uh, skill up and then get repetition. It's making the experience better for the team member so they don't feel the pressure of the online trials. And um, it's really helping us to, you know, create an environment where our team members can be, you know, creative and introduce their Kaizen mindset uh, in ways that they can test and trial in a virtual environment. Um, it's Again, embracing that technology has not only led to us being able to train our team members faster and more efficiently, but we're also able to advance the development of our products and shorten the lead time to get new products to scale by using these uh, artificial intelligence, mixed reality, augmented reality. We're, we're using every version right now. I'm so pleased you mentioned training. Um, workforce is another big issue and ongoing challenge for many industries. What positions and skill sets are the most difficult to recruit and retain? And what are you doing to attract new talent? We all know with the pandemic over the last few years, the world has changed and it's changing at an enormous rate. And that means the workforce is changing and we need our future workforce to be creative, collaborative, flexible. Um, we'll help design and create and not just implement. And we can't keep trying to recruit and retain in the same ways. We really need to adapt better ways to incorporate work-life balance, more flexibility, and create direct pathways for investment. Um, you know, we really want to hire people that have a mindset of continuous excellence. Uh, we want them to be able to challenge themselves. We want them to compete against themselves, to have a better, to be better every day, because we believe this is a really you know, central part of how we pursue our path to the extraordinary. <laughs> and we really want to take advantage of the rise of that creative class because creativity is going to be, you know, paramount in, in pursuing that excellence. We really challenge the team and, and, and create an environment where we focus on problem solving and critical thinking skills. You know, these are keys to developing the abilities to work cross-functionally and for future innovation. You know, we're also creating multiple pathways uh, for team members and their individual needs. We're developing path opportunities, training, um, 
with the focus on Kaizen problem solving teamwork. And our goal is to really, you know, empower team members on all levels and provide different pathways for different people, you know, to achieve their goals. You know, several times we've talked about Kaizen and, and continuous improvement mindsets, uh, which of course has become synonymous with the Toyota production system. Can you talk a little bit about how that mindset is helping your team members problem solve challenges? And at Toyota, I think we look at team a little bit different uh, way than most people. I think most people align their idea of a team to kind of the stick and ball, uh, football, um, hockey, <laughs> other individual basketball, uh, baseball. You know, these are common team sports that that most people kind of align to. And you know, I would say that in the auto market, in the auto industry. We tend to align ourselves more with the auto racing industry uh, because I feel like that's the only sport um, where the only way a person achieves their excellence and wins is by the team. Uh, it's a complete team approach, you know, whereas in football, basketball, there can be a one all star and one person can change the outcome of the game. Just one individual and their performance, in our opinion, can never make that happen. And, you know, in auto racing, you know, every person is a vital link to the outcome. And at Toyota, our most valuable asset is uh, our people. And I think we empower our team members to think creatively, use simple ideas to make big improvements. We have a common term that we use called Mendomi. And Mendomi is really uh, treating your coworker or your team or your team member as if they are family. So our care for employees like they are family. And um, you know, our supportive and robust leadership inspires engagement and that builds the mutual trust uh, with the team. It's also pretty amazing, you know, how many innovative ideas our team members are bringing to the table. Um, by focusing on kind of empowering them and building teams where they can bring problems to the surface and bring solutions, you know, we're really giving them the freedom to develop and create the solutions to, to their own problems, which also makes them invested <laughs> and committed in seeing the resolution. Absolutely. And, and I love the idea of uh, teamwork within a company uh, and, and that we went into it in that kind of detail. But of course, I also want to talk about uh, external partnerships. Uh, can you talk about why partnerships are important to Toyota, especially with education and technology organizations? Yes, well, industry education partnerships are a primary focus, uh, well, because they directly impact and support the development of our future workforce. Uh, to be transformative, education must understand the needs of their local business community, and we're partnering with them to help build curriculum uh, that's designed to fill our need. Some examples of some successful education partnerships, Toyota supports uh, our FAME, Project Lead the Way. Job for America's graduates, and then specifically for my team, which is located in Georgetown, Kentucky. We are the North American engineering headquarters for Toyota North America. We have some very strong partnerships with the University of Kentucky and the University of Louisville uh, engineering programs. And we've recently worked with them to do a diversity scholarship program and invested almost $1.7 million to really help increase them underrepresented students seeking an engineering degree at one of those two facilities. Yeah, I can hear how enthusiastic you are about like everything that we're talking about. You know, what gets you excited about coming into work every day and what future transformations are you most excited about? 
Well, you know, transformation in this world today can seem extremely overwhelming, um, but we have to take bold action and keep moving forward. So you can hear my excitement. I, I'm excited when I talk about the team. I'm excited when I talk about our people. Um, I'm excited about the talent we have at Toyota and the talent we're hiring. I'm excited to see how the team uh, works together and what they can accomplish and how they recognize that as individuals, they can accomplish some, but as a team, they can like the auto or the auto racing example, I said they can they can cross the finish line and achieve the extraordinary. So I think that is really the value I see in the organization. And the more that we can develop the the team member and the team, uh, the more we're going to accomplish. You know, secondly, I'm also excited about the opportunities that lay ahead and the technology advances that we can make. I I wouldn't <laughs> be fair if I didn't say that because my my role is vehicle manufacturing innovation and we play a strong part of delivering the technology and the innovative solutions that our factories are going to need, you know, for the future to deliver the products we need and also back to that team member experience. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there and, you know, I can't wait to see uh, what our group can accomplish with the, both those technology points and then the advancements we can make through using digital technology. I think it's an exciting time. And in order for Toyota to succeed in years ahead, uh, we really must keep our focus on who we are and our core values. And like I said before, I think that is our two pillars, our respect for people and continuous improvement. And those two elements stand strong. As long as we're talking about teamwork, I also want to talk about leadership. Is there someone you've worked for who um, influenced your style of leadership? There are some takeaways that you've applied as you've led your people in your organization. Yeah, well, you know, one of the the positive things about uh, my experience at Toyota has been they've allowed me to advance my career in a multiple ways. I know when you introduced me in the beginning, people were like, whoa, <laughs> you listed off like 15 different things. So I've been able to navigate a pretty exciting career journey within the company, which has exposed me to a lot of leadership. You know, I've, I've had a lot of influence uh, and a lot of different uh, things that I've learned from my direct supervisors that I've put in my toolkit. But I think one of the the more positive experiences that I'll lean into for this one is, uh, you know, mentors. Mentors are have been a critical uh, part of my journey and my career. And I think I've learned a lot of very exciting things from them, um, but also have the, having them help me feel maybe empowered. You know, being an empowered leader, in my opinion, takes a couple of different forms. And I think it's taken the feedback and the encouragement from those mentor relationships to, to help me learn to navigate that. You know, being a female in the automotive industry, and not only that, but in manufacturing and now in engineering, it was really challenging or has been challenging over the last 22 years. And I think listening to others encouraged me to, to have my own voice be an empowered leader, uh, be confident in the skill sets and the and the things that I bring to the table and leverage my strengths to, you know, be an influence in the room. And, you know, not only that, but then what do I, how do I pay that forward? You know, how do I take that and what I learned from it and how, how it helped me grow, but then I need to pay it back. And so how do I, as a leader, 
hear from everyone, respect all ideas, uh, regardless of titles and tenure, and then really encourage and allow for different ideas to surface and be tested as viable solutions. So, you know, I would just say learning from them, inspiring myself, and then putting that in my toolkit for how I interact and, and engage as a leader. You know, I feel like I could talk to you all day, but of course, I do want to be respectful of your time. Is there anything you would like to say as we close out today's episode? Uh, maybe I would just emphasize uh, that to be successful during times of great change and transformation like this, I think we all just have to work collaboratively. And as we've gone through these many different questions, I think you'll probably hear from me and, and look back on this. And, and the common theme is the, the people and the team. And I think we have to do our best to provide avenues and opportunities to accelerate them from not just good to great, uh, but to the extraordinary. So I think I'll leave you with that. Well, thank you again so much for your time. I'm really looking forward to your uh, your fireside chat next month in Fort Worth at the North American Manufacturing Excellence Summit. But uh, in the meantime, this has been great. Thank you again. Yes, thank you so much. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. Mm-hmm.